الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق مشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص ما فانه لا يضل الا نفسه ولا يضل الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا مولانا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم وقد قال تبارك وتعالى فاقم وجهك للدين حنيفا فطره الله التي فطر الناس عليها لا تبديل لخلق الله ذلك الدين القيم ولكن اكثر الناس لا يعلمون صدق الله العظيم ومس ريسبكتد الذين ان برزن الاسلام امونج ذا انسيدنتس that are mentioned regularly by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran. One of those incidents is the interaction of shaitan and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had commanded the malaika and shaitan to make sajda in front of Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. And Adam alayhi salatu wasalam refused وَإِذْ قُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا لِآدَمَ فَسَجَدُوا إِلَّا إِبْلِيسِ Aba was takbara wa kana min al-kafirin That he refused to make sajda And the reason he put forth in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was أَنَا خَيْرٌ مِّنْ خَلَقْتَنِي مِنْ نَارٍ وَخَلَقْتَهُ مِنْ طِينٍ That I am superior to Adam alayhi salatu wasalam He is inferior I have been created from fire he has been created from sand. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not accept this excuse because this was an excuse he's using logic in front of the command of Allah. That your logic means nothing in front of the command of Allah. Allah says, فَخْرُجْ مِنْهَا فَإِنَّكَ رَجِيمٌ That you are rejected. وَإِنَّ عَلَيْكَ اللَّعْنَةَ إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ الدِّينِ And right till the day of Qiyamah, you are far away from the rahmat and the mercy of Allah subhanahu Despite Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being so angry, at that time shaitan still made a request. قَالَ أَنذِرْنِي إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ That Allah give me respite right till the day of Qiyamah. In other, in other words, he was saying that no death must come to me also. Allah says, قَالَ إِنَّكَ مِنَ الْمُنْذَرِينَ You will be given respite, but not till the day of Qiyamah. إِلَى الْيَوْمِ الْوَقْتِ الْمَعْلُومِ Till an appointed time, that is the first blowing of the trumpet, 
where everyone will die, you will also die. But when he was being expelled, he made a promise at that time. He made a threat as you can say. He did not humble himself in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said, Oh Allah, ra'aytaka hadha alladhi karramta alayhi. Oh Allah, because of this person, meaning Adam alayhi salatu salam, who you have honored over me. لَأَحْتَنِكَنَّ ذُرِّيَّتَهُ I will mislead. I will leave no stone unturned. I will use all my efforts in trying to mislead this insan. In one place, ثُمَّ لَآتِيَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ وَنْ إِيمَانِ I'll come from all sides to try to mislead this insan. In another place, وَلَأُضِلَّنَّهُمْ وَلَأُمَنِّيَنَّهُمْ وَلَأُضِلَّنَّهُمْ I will misguide them. وَلَأُمَنِّيَنَّهُمْ I will place false hopes in their hearts and aspirations in their hearts. And in one part of the ayat, فَلَيُغَيِّرُنَّ خَلْقَ اللَّهِ And they will change the fitrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is what I wish to speak about today. That is the fitrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where shaitan has made this promise that I will make insan change his fitrah. What is fitrah? Nabi Kareem sallallahu has mentioned, Kullu mawludin yuladu ala al-fitrah. That every person has been created with a natural inclination towards good. The natural inclination towards iman. That is why when a person accepts Islam, we say he's a revert. Why? Because every soul, before he came into this world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had asked him a question, Alastu bi rabbikum, am I not your rabb? Every soul said, qalu bala. So every soul has a natural inclination towards tawheed, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, accepting the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to understand fitrah, that the natural inclination we need to understand a newborn child. A newborn child, when he comes into this world, he comes completely pure. Pure. As one buzruk and one saint mentions, Bache zaban me sache, ant me ache, dil me pakke. Why this child? His eyesight is so pure, his hearing is so pure, his speech is so pure. His heart is so pure. There's no sin. He hasn't seen anything evil. He hasn't heard anything evil. He hasn't spoken anything evil. He doesn't have anything evil in his heart also. Complete purity. And that has how we have come into this world. As we say, without any baggage. None of the impurities that are surrounding us. That's why Mufassirin has mentioned under the ayat, وَلَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي آدَمَ That we have given, this Bani Adam, we have given this insan honor. In Tafsir Mazhari, is mentioned that the person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the angels with aql and no shahwat. That means with intelligence and no desires. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the animals, the complete opposite with shahwat and no aql. That means they got desires, but they don't have any intelligence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had created this insan with both. 
aql and shawat. But when this insan, when his aql will overpower the shawat, that means his intelligence will overpower that desires. And he makes his intelligence subservient to the wahi and the revelation and the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he can reach the stage of even higher than the angels also. But when this insan, he gives preference to his desires over his aql and over the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he becomes worse than animals also. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أُولَٰئِكَ كَلَأَنْعَامِ بَلْ هُمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of the, of the kuffar, who they are worse than even animals also. Why? Because they are going against it. Allah gave them intelligence, but they are not using the intelligence in the right way. So we are speaking about this fitrah. Shaitan has made a promise that I will make insan change his fitrah. Shawaliullah sab rahmatullahi in hujjatullahul baligha has mentioned that the fitrah of insan it can be summarized in four in four signs. Number one is purity. That when the child is born He's completely pure. As we had mentioned, no sign of any sin. There's no apparent sin. There's no internal sin. There's no type of sin. And the child also doesn't even go to any place of sin also. He's completely helpless. He doesn't do anything wrong. The second quality of fitrah is taslim. That is complete submission. Complete submission. If you look at the child, the child is just like a corpse. He's at the mercy of the parents. He doesn't even do anything. Everything is done for him. Likewise, this insan, he must submit himself to the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that way. That I have no say in the matter. That is why one dua of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatil walid. Oh Allah, we are besieging you. Just like how a child besieges you. How a child will besiege his parents. A child only sees his mother and father. They are the only ones that fulfill my needs. So when they need anything, they go straight to the parents. Not like today. Unfortunately, there was a time in the past when a child will not even go out of the house without asking his parent. And he will not do anything unless the parents give them permission. Now unfortunately it looks like it is the other way. As though the parents has to ask the child for, ask, ask the child for permission. This is against the fitrah. It's against the way we have been created. But the only way to rectify that is that from a young age, when does the upbringing of the child start? Not when the child is born. Before the child is born. The parents have to watch how they're behaving. Even while the child is already conceived, at that time the parents have to watch how they're behaving. And then when the child is born, from that young age, you have to teach the child etiquettes and adab not when the child is already big 
and now you're trying to change everything, it's very, very hard to change it. So the first thing is that a fitrah, you spoke about is taslim, complete submission to Allah. Just like how the child has submitted himself to, to the parents, likewise we submit to self. That is the fitrah. Going against the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not how we have been created. That is against the fitrah. And the third thing is generosity. It is part of generosity. Part of the fitrah of a person is to be generous. Opposite of generosity is miserliness and greed. All these things are against the fitrah. Unfortunately, in today's world, a person because of greed and miserliness, a person is prepared to do anything. Break any law, the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As long as I get it. As long as the next person, if the next person is harmed to also, I'm not worried. As long as I got it. These are not qualities of how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. Not a quality of a mu'min. The mu'min has got the fitrah, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us, is generous. Look at a small child. The small child doesn't even know what's the value of things. He gives everything away. He'll give anything away. Sometimes it's a valuable thing to you, give it away. He'll share everything with everyone else also. This is the fitrah of how a believer should be. And the last thing, the Shawalullah Sab Rahmatullah Ali has mentioned with regards to the fitrah is adal, that is justice. The opposite of justice is quarreling and fighting. Fighting and quarreling and harming people, these are not part of the fitrah. These are not part of the fitrah. It's not how a Muslim behaves. A Muslim behaves with justice. If there's a right of a person that is being taken, I will fulfill the right. Even if it goes against me also, but I have to fulfill the rights of each and every person. Then he mentions three things that will spoil our fitrah. Three things that will spoil our fitrah. Number one is our beliefs. Nabi Kareem sallallahu said that we will spoil the fitrah of our child that every child is born with a natural inclination towards do, to do good. But then after his parents make him either a Jew or a Christian or a fire worshipper. And they change the way he believes. Unfortunately today we have another problem. That we have Muslims. But we want to send our children to such institutions, such schools. Where... They have Christian values, they have Jewish values, they have this they have the values of disbelievers. So we ourselves we are spoiling the fitrah of our children. And then when we come back, when they have got no values of Islam, they don't even know have the teachings of Islam, then we got ourselves to blame. So that's one way that shaitan attacks the iman of a person. He attacks the iman. Once the iman is gone. Then Allah forbid tomorrow that child is an atheist. He doesn't even believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are so many children going to varsities. They are sitting with such people there. And now, yes, yesterday one person told me, my child is asking me such questions, I don't know how to answer him. So they are going into such environments, and now they are questioning even Allah also. Allah protect us. So the sec- first thing is that they will attack our iman. The second thing is that shaitan that will make our fitrah go against our fitrah is the world. The world and all his distractions. When a person makes the world his main objective, he forgets about the akhirat. 
When he forgets about akhirat, then that is, his fitrah is gone. Because the main objective of a mu'min is the akhirat. Yes, he has to live in it. A, a good example to understand is that the world is like a toilet. Every person needs a toilet in his house. But the person doesn't make the toilet his main objective in his house. He needs the toilet, but the other parts of the house are more important. So we need the dunya, but our main objective is the akhirat. We need the akhirat and that's our objective. So the second thing, he will attack you with the world. The third thing that he says, he will attack your nafs. He will attack your nafs. Sharia demands a dunya sijnul mu'min. The dunya is like a prison for a mu'min. And what the West, what they are promoting? Freedom. Completely freedom. Do as you like, do what you want. You got one life, make the best of it. Now there's two ways of looking at it. One is how a mu'min looks at it. You got one life, make the best of it. That means you got one life to do all your amal so that you can be successful in akhirat. And one is how a disbeliever looks at it. You got one life, make the best of it. They don't even believe in the akhirat. Enjoy yourself, do all the sin, fulfill all your desires. This is how a kafir looks at it. I will end off with this one point that now the month of Ramadan is coming. The month of Ramadan is coming to reset, bring us back to our fitrah. To bring us back to our fitrah. And number one, you'll be going against your nafs. Your nafs wants to eat whole day. Your nafs wants to fulfill his desires. No, I can't do it. Then our iman is being strengthened. That child, even a small child, wants to break his fast. You know, my Allah is watching me. His iman is increased. So he's going back to his fitrah. The way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us, he's bringing his iman strong. He's bringing his nafs under control. And also we know in the month of Ramadan, so many people... They lessen their worldly activities. They come more to the masjid. They want to read the Qur'an Sharif. The first thing we wake up in the morning, we're reading the Qur'an Sharif, we're making seri. So this whole month of Ramadan, it will come, it bring us back to the fitrah, the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us on the day of, on the day that we were born. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us steadfast upon Kamil Iman. Take us from this world with Kamil Iman. And let us wake up on the day of Qiyamah, on the day, oh, even with Kamil Iman. Allahumma salim nari Ramadan. Allah ta'ala keep us safe for the month of Ramadan. Keep us safe in the month of Ramadan. And make it easy for us to fulfill the rights of the month of Ramadan. Wa akhirul da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil.